Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds based on the roll of a 20-sided die. I am Jordan. You know, I was going to just do it normal until you screwed up the intro, and now I'm going to make fun of you for okay. screwing up the intro. Okay. Well, welcome to World Shop, where actually, this is the episode where I finally get to rant about how bad the Ghost in the Shell movie was. Wait, no, Jordan, I was I was talking, I was not talking about Ghost in the Shell the movie, I was talking about how I just watched the Ghost in the Shell show. What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, I was supposed to be so mad! I was like, I've been waiting for this moment to talk about how bad this movie was with someone who's like, knows a little bit about Ghost in the Shell, and then you're like, oh yeah, I just watched the show, I'm like... Oh, okay, I'm just gonna get. Great. I'm gonna get straight into it. The biggest problem with the movie, what? Okay, I really hope it's not what I really wanted to say. But the thing I hated and I thought was hilarious, though, was we made you better, stronger, more just amazing and perfect. We made you white, is what that movie was. I disagree with you on that point, but we'll get into that. Okay, check this out. They made her white, and therefore she's better than other humans. That's exactly what happened. That is not what happened, but we'll get into it. Um, so here was my biggest issue with the movie, is that the only Nothing way... Nothing happened. Even the climax was boring. No, the only... Well, yes, that's true. But no, Jordan, we do not see eye to eye on this movie at all. Okay, the only way for this movie to be remotely sensical, the only way it is possible to follow it, is if you have watched the show. They assume yeah. so much of everything. There is nothing they, that is explained. Nothing makes sense. If you're going into it blind without knowing anything about Ghost in the Shell, that movie would make zero sense. No sense. But but Cody, they also changed a lot of stuff but, and they yeah. did it badly. But that's the problem Very though. Badly. Is if you're a person that's watched the show, then the movie absolutely sucks. So, it's like either way, it's terrible. Either you have no idea what's going on, and the movie's confusing and makes no sense because they explain nothing. Or you've seen the show, you know what all these things are, and then you watch the movie and are like, wow, they ruined Ghost in the Shell for no reason. So it's kind of like either way, it's bad. It's just bad. Can we just start out? I just have like a couple of points that of things that were in this movie that I really hated. And one, because I was just talking on the phone with my girlfriend. So one thing that I truly hated was the fact that they used her name Major as a name. They used Major as a name rather than her actual title. Yeah, that was weird. Um, and so in the in the um, show, she is actually Major. She was a soldier. She fought in the war. She's awesome. She's skilled. She's trained in all this. And, and in the movie, it's like, oh, yeah, we just implanted your brain with, like, how to fight and stuff. And we put you in charge of this team because reasons. And you never get the background of why she is actually in control. And, like, you don't ever get to see her being awesome other than a couple of really crappy fight sequences. Yeah, yeah it was weird because they changed a lot of what that character, to me, was meant to be. Cause, and mm -hmm. I, I have not watched Ghost in the Shell as much as you. And it's been a while since I really watched it regularly. I watched it when it was on Toonami, so I was 15. So it's been more than 10 years since I really watched Ghost in the Shell much. But I rewatched all of it like three years ago. Okay, so what I remember all of it, of it. <laughs> is she was a fully cybernetic body, right? But then yes. her mind was her own, right? It was the mind that yes. she was born with. And she didn't have like fake memories, per se. Yes. And so that she just kind of was. happens in Ghost in the Shell Arise, but it doesn't happen in the same way they did in this movie. Right. And I think that it was a topic that could come up where there was the possibility of anyone's mind being influenced by technology because everyone's head was so much on networks, you know? Yeah. So that was like a thing. And then robots themselves were starting to develop consciousness as well. So, you know what I mean? Because like the... The, this is one of those like nitpicky fan things, but you know the tanks and Ghost in the Shell? Yes. That were awesome? Yeah. I hated that they stuck one of those in at the end and made it a giant murder robot. Yeah. And I'm like, those things. Funny. Yeah, those had their own personality. They were kind of weird kid robots that murdered things for fun. And it was. They were interesting characters to have because they were treated they didn't like murder dogs. things for fun. 
they wanted to protect Batu, who they saw as their master, or like or the basically their dad figure, and so they wanted to protect Batu, who like cared for them, gave them fresh oil and stuff like that. So it, the, their personalities and everything that they did with them in the show makes sense. In the movie, it was just a murder robot. Yeah, it was just a giant remote controlled, which is not what it's supposed to be, murder tank. No. And I was like, why not just make it anything else? All this is going to do is make fans angry because this was kind of an established and loved character that they just gutted and used like the corpse of to have be their climax of their movie that was stupid. Like, I don't understand why her ripping her arms off at the end did anything, but I guess that no. killed the robot when she pulled the hatch open. No, it, just, it didn't make sense. Because <laughs> I guess, sure. Um, but anyways, so my point with her was her and Bato, is it Bato? Bato, Bato, whatever. I always thought it was Bato. But anyways, her and Bato. Um, Bato, they I were, think it's Bato. Sorry. Her and Bato, I really liked in the show. I thought they were cool characters because yes. like, he was kind of a stoic guy that was, um, what's the word for it? When you're like hard to read almost. Um, Igmatic? Yeah, kind of that sort of. He was hard to get any personality from because he didn't have eyes and yeah. he was just kind of like flat. But the kind of relationship that those two had and the way they played off each other, where you could tell they had been friends for a long time. And were they kind of like in a relationship, sort of? They were not in a relationship, but you could tell that he had feelings for her. Yeah. And so it, it was. And like they bring it up as a like. The other guys on the team who actually have personalities and lines, they bring it up as a joke all the time. And, like, they hardcore made fun of him at the end of Standalone when, like, she fakes her death and, like, he cries about it. Yeah. So, so it's, like, and throughout that they have that kind of relationship, we don't – we kind of get it a little bit in the movie. Yeah, and it's in the movie, but I have no idea why it's in the movie. You know, there's the part where she's swimming in the lake, I guess, right. and then he shows up. And is that his boat, I guess? And he just, like, trolls out and finds her. And she's like, I didn't ask you to come here. And he's like, well, I always show up anyways. I'm like, do you? When have you ever showed up before? Do you know her? What is your guys' relationship? When were you ever friends? And the thing is, it's like she's only been on the team. A, well, in the movie, she's only been on the team a year. And they just placed her on the team because, like, the accident happened. And they replaced her memories of all this. And now she's on the team. So how did they have this relationship in the TV show? Is they have this relationship because they fought together. They were both in the yeah. military. They, they were they were army buddies, times, and then they started that like he was one of the original members of the team. It was him, her, um, Ishikawa, and um, <laughs> and Borma. <laughs> is 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 it Ishikawa or Borma that's the guy with the revolver in the show? The guy with the revolver in the show is wait, mullet guy? Yeah. No, that's um Togusa. Okay, is Togusa the is is Togusa the one um the like, Japanese guess, guy? Yeah, the one Japanese guy on the team in in yeah. the movie is that supposed to be Togusa? That's supposed to be Togusa. They kind of gave him the mullet. I I liked that they at least gave him a revolver, like in the scene where he does anything, you know, where all the agents get jumped by random guys yeah. for some reason, and he has a revolver. That made me happy, but he didn't say anything and. He was clearly supposed to be a white guy, and then they made yeah. him Asian. Yeah, and they made he, he was the only one that made Asian. And also, the leader of the group was Chinese and spoke only Chinese, and no one else spoke Chinese, but everybody understood him. Was what he supposed to be? Heck? Was he supposed to be Chinese or Japanese? He's supposed to be Chinese. I think he was. Oh, Japanese. I guess Japanese. Whatever. But that was supposed to be Aramaki, and they messed that up. Like. Why is he speaking a different language? Everybody understands I, him, and they—he's the only him and Togusa were the only Asian characters in that whole movie. When it's set okay. in Japan, hang it's on, set in I, Japan. I, it is set in Japan, and I have really mixed feelings on what's what's the old dude's name again? Aramaki. I have really mixed feelings about the guy that they got to play him because that character in the show was freaking awesome. Because he was, like, angry and grumpy and just did not care about anything and would, like, mm -hmm. smart off to everybody. And he was fun for that reason. Where, you know, someone yeah. would say something, you'd just be like, shh, 
shut up, we're doing it this way. And I'm like, I respect this character. And he, I like that he was short, too. He was like a little yeah, guy, he, you know? He was very short and squat, and yet he controlled the team. And like, you answer to me. Yeah, and he, he was imposing. And then the little old man, they got to play that character in the movie, was like, hey, my name's... Here I'm a rude man, and then people make but fun of him, and he's, he's like, all of that "I'm gonna cut your eyeballs out." Some inexplicable reason. Well, okay, so I sort of like though in the movie that people would like say something threatening to him, and he's just like, "I'll cut your eyes out." They're like, "Ha ha, you're just a cute old man." And then when they try to murder him, he's just like, "Never send a rabbit to kill a fox." I'm like, "Well, that's actually pretty cool." That yeah, I I did appreciate how they made him cool, but like. Eh. I feel like this, I, everything in this movie, everything else in this movie, fell so short. And no, so hang on, I want to talk about that scene though, because that yeah. is a scene worth talking about. Oh, so we can, can we get to it later? Because I have a couple. <sighs> Fine. Yeah. No, let's do it now. Let's do it now. No, 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 Jordan. Look, we don't gotta get all butthurt about this. Keep going. We just need to, oh, we need to put a pin in say, it. I was just gonna say, it's like we have this whole, oh, am I human or am I robot? thing which has a been done a lot of times b was never really the major's personality in any of the shows one thing is she like this shows her getting her like cybernetic body at like i would say age 20 in the show she has multiple backstories because reboots and everything but it was always an accident that happened when she was a child instead right so she'd been in got in a plane accident and her body was completely destroyed and then she was raised in like sector nine and through the military and eventually became the major like of this team and another one her i think her parents were military and an accident happened where they died in an accident and then she gets her cyber so she always had it as a kid and grew up in it this is just like am i human or am i robot? it was never that because she knew who she was since it was who she was as a kid and i hate it how they yeah so to me, it's weird because on the one hand, I think, and I know you kind of disagree on this, I think Scarlett Johansson's actually a really good choice to play the character. Um, I, no, I don't disagree. I, I think that the way that they had her play the character was awful. Yeah, for some reason, they just misused Scarlett Johansson because to me, like her as an actress and when she's playing a part that she's playing well, she does well playing like a self-assured woman who's confident in herself and can punch yeah. things. You know, she does good with that kind of, like, confident sexuality character. Yeah. And then for some reason they made her, like, really timid and she wasn't the... She was, like, not the leader of the group. She was just there in the group doing nothing, I guess. She would just, like, be standing on a rooftop and the old guy would be like, Major, don't go in there and stab everything. And then she'd just jump through a window and do everything by herself. And And that's not her character at all. They work as a team. She was supposed to be the leader of of a team. team. Yeah. And so it was weird to see her just not be a leader and not be part of a team and just be like a weird murder robot. Um, I think they were trying to do RoboCop. Who, but and she had a, like almost no emotion. But the major is shown having emotion, shown caring about yeah. people, and is also shown that like she has been in relationships. So clearly, she has something like attractive about her, other than I'm a robot who's hot. Yeah, it it was weird how much they dehumanized that character for no reason. Like the the fun thing about her character in the show was how human she was. She was very like relatable and fun. Question, was her like when she did the invisibility suit where it was like that skin color suit, was that her naked or was that a suit? I think she was wearing like a green like the uh what's it called? Did you ever see Green Lantern? Yeah. But like, so it was like a bodysuit that was CG. So then they CG'd no, but was over that. that no, but I that, mean, but was that the character? Was that character naked, or was like it actually? No. you put on armor. Was that armor for the character, or was she naked? Is what I'm saying. I, I didn't think that she was supposed to be like actually that was her naked because if you looked closely, she had like gloves on too. You could see okay. like so random. it was just a skin tight suit for no reason, which. In the anime, they did this specifically to make her look sexy in the movie. Because in the anime, it's black. So why is it this like nude color, like skin tight suit? No, that's okay. Look, she is an anime character, and she is pretty over sexualized in the anime. Like, but her not her, her invisibility suit is black. It's a black. Is cat it? Suit. Yes. I thought that she wore like the. Her no, that's <laughs> her invisibility suit. Her normal thing is just like a onesie with boots. 
I thought that she could wear. I thought she could turn invisible with the onesie boots. No, she has Are you a specific. Sure about e- that? Yes, I watched every single episode and movie in this series. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> don't test me. The... I know you're looking up on Google right now because you don't believe me. But she wore. I just want to know what she looked suit. like. Ghost in the shell. Okay, hang on, hang on. I I, I just want to look at this so I can speak intelligently about it. No, I don't want to just see pictures of. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind of. I see what you. You're right. You're right. But it's. I mean, she. It's a okay, black cat suit. Like, they, they did it specifically. It's still skin tight. <laughs> so yeah, but they I don't did know. it specifically in the movie so she w- looks sexy. But she do- uh, just. Yeah. So it was. It's weird that they made her not human, and I didn't think that was like a good choice because I kind of thought she was supposed to be uniquely human. You know what I mean? I thought that was kind of the point of her character. Was that in spite of the fact that she did not have a human body, she was still human? And also, I hated that they name-dropped Ghost in the Shell, just in case you didn't get it. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. When she's like, you've become a ghost in the shell. <laughs> Ugh. Don't say the name of your own movie in the movie. Roll credits? It's just... It was... It was yeah, that, it was that made me a mad. a dumb way to do it. Also, the villain Kuze in freaking standalone complex he actually was more than just this weird like half machine half man thing and they i think they ruined the villain because he was supposed to be super charismatic and supposed to have a huge following because he was so charismatic he was just no they just kind of made him a sad boy yeah he just just made him a sad boy just a sad boy but he like he looked human but his thing is he like made his body out of like broken parts because he like um the major had an accident when he was a child, so he was placed in a completely cybernetic body. And well, and I also thought that and he, his body was he, like made of parts, but he still looked a hundred percent human. But the only thing that the reason you could tell that he's not like everybody else is his mouth didn't move. Like he didn't have the proper me- mechanism in his mouth to talk, so he just talked with the closed mouth all the time. And that's what it was in standalone, at least. And, and I also kind of thought that the point of him was that he didn't really. Like, he wasn't tethered to a body. Yes. Right? Like, his body is just whatever. Like, he could have any body he wants because he's a ghost. I thought he was the ghost in the show. Like, I thought... Because they refer to... In the show, they refer to him as a ghost. Because it's like they're being haunted by some... By the internet, basically. Yes. Has become alive and is haunting them. Whereas in this, it's just like, she's the ghost in the shell. And I was like, wait, no, she's not the, she's not the ghost well, in the shell. The ghost in the shell actually refers to the ghost being your soul, the shell being your body. I, I thought that, it, I, I, well, again, this is like me not remembering the show. I thought that it was specifically referencing him being no, no. like a ghost because it, he didn't really have a body. He was referenced in that way, but that's not specifically where the title Ghost of the Shell comes from. But anyways, we don't have to get into that. Um, just, yeah, we don't we don't have to nitpick. It was they just he was not a compelling villain, and then you find out that he's actually good, and it's like okay, I don't care. And then the climax of the movie happens, and it's not climatic. It was boring. No, not really. I mean, it it felt like the climax of the movie happens, so you could have the scene where the old guy's in charge of everything and wins. That would have been a good climax of the movie if the old man had been the protagonist, not Scarlett Johansson, who really did not have an arc. No. Like, at the beginning of the movie, she's working for Section 9 as the major and apparently is friends with Bato. And at the end of the movie, she's working for Section 9 as the major and is friends with Bato. And I'm like, what's the freaking difference now? Uh, and She all- didn't change, so why... What? Yeah, it, it really... they didn't do a good job telling the story also i mean yes we get one movie and you have to move along the plot but none of the other members of the team had any part ishikawa's only like line is talking about how he replaced his kidney so we can drink more which one was he again he i don't remember black guy. jordan i'm gonna feel bad when i say this no but don't there was feel a black bad guy he was movie? barely he was barely in the movie. Also, they got rid of Borma and replaced him with some chick, and I don't even think Pazu was in the movie. I don't I don't remember. I, I only remember I remember four members of the team. I remember Old Man, I remember Bato, I remember the Major, and I remember the white guy that they made into a Japanese oh, guy also, and gave a revolver. And then the Saito, the sniper guy, was only in it for a second to somehow come in and then shoot someone at the very end, and then that's all. That's all he did. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. I forgot all about that. They, yeah. They ruined, Remember when it was a show about a team? Yeah, there was no team in it, and she's supposed to be in charge of the team, and she doesn't ever take charge of the team. No, and I mean, there were whole episodes about not her in the show. You know, yes. I remember episodes about um, the the random side characters. Like, the reason I remember that episode about the guy that specifically had a revolver, who was not the old man, but yeah. whatever, is that there's an episode where he shoots someone and then gets put on trial because yes. they say he doesn't need to. And they use the fact that he carries a revolver, which is impractical, as evidence for him enjoying killing people because they think he has like a fetish for revolvers. Yeah. And it was a really interesting episode because he was an interesting character. And then they just like, right. Remember how he was like kind of a womanizer a little bit? You know, he was like always chasing girls. No, and no, stuff. they're thinking of a different character because um, Togusa had a wife. No, that was totally him. No, Togusa had a wife and kid and he loved and he would always talk hey. about his wife and kid. Pazu was Nuh-uh. the womanizer. Look at dude, hey, once on. again, have seen every single episode of Ghost of the Shell in existence. Y- yeah, but but I think you're wrong. You now. can't say I'm wrong when I clearly... doesn't remember it that way. Yeah, because he has a wife and kid. Pazu was the womanizer, and it's like the joke that uh whatever. I don't I'm not gonna get into how deep I love this anime. I need to rewatch it, is really what it comes down hey, to. Hey, you can get the um whole standalone complex series at Walmart for like thirty dollars. Yeah, or I can just, you know, watch it any other way. Yeah. Anyways. So, okay, what what are your other thoughts on this awful, awful movie? Okay, so I want to talk about the things that I liked a little bit. I didn't like anything, so I have nothing so, to say. I actually liked that it felt fairly diverse. Um, a lot of the complaints about the movie were that it was kind of whitewashed, which is not untrue at all. It, it was. But to me, having Major be white... It would have made a lot of sense if Major was, like, the only white person because her body is entirely fabricated, so she doesn't have to look like anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, to me, the one that has the most hand-wavy excuse. You know, if they're like, why doesn't she look Japanese? I'm like, because she could look like anything. She could have five arms. Her body's entirely fabricated. Um, now, granted, they just made, like, basically everybody white people, which... In that case, they should have just not set it in Tokyo. That that was what was weird to me. Yep. Was I think it was still set in Tokyo, wasn't it? Yes, it was still set in Tokyo. And so, like, we've seen other anime adaptations. Um, I'm thinking specifically of Death Note, which was also terrible. But At least they said it in Just America. set it in New York. Yeah, just set it in Neo New York. And boom, now you can do whatever you want with it, and you don't have to make excuses. Um, but then I was like, well, it's kind of cool that they were pretty diverse though. Like when you look at the team, it was like a bunch of different looking people, you know, there were like men and women and people of different races, but only the white people got lines only, only they did. So I was like, well, that kind of hurts the diversity argument then because it's just like the two pretty white people get lines and that's, uh, that's the whole thing. Greyjoy. Who? Euron Greyjoy. Is that who that was? Yeah, that's Bato was Euron Greyjoy. No, he... No. What? How many times am I going to have to prove you wrong in this bonus episode? At least one more time, man. Hang on. Seriously? Literally, I have proven you... Oh my gosh, it is! Cody! Holy crap! I really like the Ghost of the uh, Shell franchise. Why would I be wrong about anything I say about this show? Except for, I, I am, I am wrong right because now. in the very first Ghost in the Shell movie, she does have the skin-tight tan suit. I was thinking about every other time when they made it gray, probably because they could show it on TV. So I was wrong about one thing. Man, I totally... Okay, and I'm, I'm looking at the cast list right now, and... You know everybody. I did not realize that they kind of did, gave Togasai a little bit of a mullet, and Ishikawa, like... <laughs> why name him Ishikawa Is at he's that black? Point, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he is, and I didn't. I did not know he was in the movie. Also, if you told me this guy, I watched the movie yesterday, and if you showed me a picture of that guy and said, "Was he in Ghost in the Shell?" I would have said no. Also, Scarlet. I think so, they changed her name, but like the major's name is Maroko Kusanagi, and she's a white chick. Well, but she's but that's no, the but thing, she was though, originally that name Asian. Could, we just made her better to you know be white. 
Like, what a bus. I, Check your privilege at the door, sir. Yeah, but also, and I know I enjoyed this how you is, just I don't know, maybe I'm like, like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to white-splain a little bit. Oh, here, you're going to white-splain um, me. Yeah, I am. I am. And it's a specific thing with anime. Like, I understand why sometimes when movie adaptations of animes are made, they make the characters well, look like white people. Because the characters in anime do look white. I will give you that. But it's said and, in And Japan, that's kind of why... Right. But, like, the major... Like, I don't know what would make her look distinctly Japanese versus distinctly American in the anime. I, I couldn't tell a difference. So it would not have surprised me either way which character was... Okay. Play, you know what yeah, I mean? But then, like, okay, well, I get it. So then change the name like change the names maybe instead of having a white I, girl I don't play Monoko Kusanagi having a black guy play Ishikawa yeah Bato and Ishikawa I'm like have I understand there being an issue with because it's just like why would your name be Bato you have white hair you know what I you're mean black and, you're like, and your name is well, Ishikawa is he supposed to yeah, and it's like, well, I guess maybe a lot of people started immigrating to Japan at some point. But then uh, why would the names change with where you like it doesn't make sense. Right, it doesn't it doesn't really make sense. So that's where for those two characters it feels like they're just like whatever, we don't want to cast Japanese people because well, this is for an American audience. Well, here's I mean like yes, cuz for an American audience of they don't think that a fully like Asian um cast would sell. And this movie, A, barely sold. But B, it's like, I, and I get, like, the Hollywood execs are like, oh, we need to sell. We have to have big-name actress Scarlett Johansson carry this movie because no one else is going to watch this. And I get that. Then don't make it a billion-dollar movie. Do what Full Metal Alchemist did. Make something small and then release it to the fans who are going to love it. Yeah, right. Don't spend right, billions of right. dollars I, I, failing. I haven't finished um I haven't finished Full Metal Alchemist the live action movie yet but it at least feels more like the move the show right away. Yeah. And it's it's not perfect. I watched all of it's 10 minutes of it. It's not the greatest thing ever. Some of the costumes and the wigs are bad but it follows the show and it follows <laughs> the feel of the show. This wasn't Ghost in the Shell. They showed this like huge like city. It's kind of grubby looking and there we have these like advertisements that giant holograms that was never in Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, it was wasn't. That wasn't. The city Shell. looked. It looked like New York. It actually looked pretty normal. Yeah, yeah. The show actually was really down to earth, and that's weird because it was an anime, so they could have drawn it however the frick they wanted, and they made it look pretty normal. It, it just that wasn't ever the feel of the show is what they did, and like they tried to make it this this huge corporate thing, and they failed. It looks bad. It, it I, does. It does look strange. And I think, again, some of that's intentional because when you make it look so outlandish, I think it makes it harder to relate to because it feels like nothing makes sense in the world and it's not explained to you. No, uh, so they make it look like an alien world and then don't explain anything to you. So the whole movie, I had no idea what was going on because I didn't know what anything was. Whereas in the show, as I remember it, it's not really a dystopian future. No. You know what I mean? It's very urban, but it doesn't really look that weird. And it's not horrible, and there's not advertisements everywhere. And people still kind of relate to each other in a normal way. Like, everyone on the team seems like they're friends and has normal dynamics. And, like, it doesn't feel like everything's like a weird cyber cafe no, or something. It, you know, it, it feels... Yeah, they, like, hang out in normal places, like they, so it was weird. When, there was one scene where, like, they hang out in an internet cafe, but, like, it looks like an internet cafe that you would see in today's world. Like, there was a bunch of computer, yeah, right, those exist. computers, and the guy, like, he types in something on the computer and then, like, leaves and then, like, sets off a bomb. But whatever, it's just, <laughs> it's a very normal setting, but they tried to make it super cyberpunk when it never had to be that style of cyberpunk. Yeah, it was it was too much. It was too much style and not like, enough. Graphically, some know, things in that movie characters. were stunning, but it wasn't Ghost in the Shell. I I really wasn't that blown away by anything because I think the big oh here's where they spent all their budget was on the giant tank at the end, and it looked really fake. It looked very fake. So I don't know. That just kind of took never, me out of it when it 
turned into giant tank scene and I just kind of stopped watching it and well, started it never doing felt something like else. The characters were in danger. It never felt like the characters were actually like achieving a goal. It was just boring. Like the, like I said, the climax was boring because like, oh hey, we have this tank that's trying to kill you because reasons. But if you die, does really this affect the story in any way? Really? No, not really. Well, and that was. That's where I liked that scene with the old man at the end. And this kind of gets into the one other thing that I liked was that scene with the old man and just the scene with the old man. Because basically once he survived and then they showed everyone else also survive, I was like, wow, well, that's not very dramatic then if everyone just lives. Because with him, I wasn't sure. Like, I didn't know how they were going to play that character. Is he losing touch and doesn't know what he's doing and gets killed as a result and then the major has to step in? Or is it that he's... A dangerous predator that doesn't is not intimidated by anybody because he's confident in himself. It turned out to be the second one, and that scene was really cool. Oh, okay, so that's what I wanted to talk about with that scene. So this movie had a bunch of giant, crazy, you know, CGI fight scenes that were, you know, Bato and her shooting stuff super efficiently and being like ultra murder machines, yep. right? Where they're like, I'm doing like the gun, gun kung fu thing. The reason I loved that scene was because it felt very, like, visceral and real, where the way he survives is hiding behind a briefcase and being willing to shoot first. It was first. almost like... And I was like, that's... So it was almost like a fight scene you would see in a Western movie, like a shoot-off in a Western movie. It was very, yeah. like, a Western-style shoot-off, where it's like, get behind something, shoot, Yeah, shoot, like, shoot. even though... Even though he seemed like he knew what he was doing, it wasn't, he wasn't like dancing and graceful. It was just that he was smart. He's like, okay, they're not going to expect this to hide behind my briefcase. So then he pops up and you see him do something smart where he shoots the middle guy first, holds his briefcase up to the left, which lets him shoot the guy on the right. And then once that guy reloads, shoots the guy on the left. And I was like, that wasn't, it wasn't super glamorous. It was over in two seconds and it was the best scene in yes. the movie because it wasn't a big CG nightmare and it didn't feel like he had superpowers. It felt like I'm smart and this is how I survive. Like he had to do things that would keep him alive. Whereas a scene before Bato's, there's literally a scene where Bato is standing in the middle of the room behind no cover and a guy comes around the corner with Uzis and just unloads on him and he doesn't move. He just turns around and goes, and shoots the guy once. Also, and I'm like, they well, changed. Why Bato's not immortal? <laughs> they changed the thing about the cyber brain and people uploading their memories into these cyber brains. They changed like a lot of the um, altering body parts and stuff like that to just being like, oh, some people decide to have an extra kidney type thing. Where like a lot of people were just pretty much almost full cyborgs, and the major just happened to be a robot with a mind. And they, they they changed a lot yeah. of, like, the very basis of Ghost in the Shell. And I just, I didn't think it worked. And, like, I keep having the urge to watch the movie again just to see. It's like, well, maybe if I go in with, like, no expectations, it'll be fine. But I know if I watch it again, I'm going to be, I'm A, going to waste two hours. And B, going to be even more disappointed. Yeah, it, they never explain what Sector no. 9 is, even. And then there's just, like, I remember there's a scene where... The old dude's sitting behind a desk, and this guy comes in and is like, if you mess with this, I'm going to shut you down. And then the old man goes, remember, I answer directly to the prime minister. And I'm like, who are you, old man? What is Sector 9? Why do you answer to the prime minister? And who is this guy telling you anything? And none of it was ever explained. He's actually good friends with the prime minister. And, like, Section 9 does answer to them. Right. And there's multiple scenes of them being friendly with the Prime Minister. But just, we don't get that. We get Major as a name. We don't get her ever wearing her military uniform. Ever, like, actually being in the military because she was. And if they even have the audacity to try to make a second movie of this, I'm not even going to try to watch it. It's just, it's not good. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I was not entertained by this movie. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was just bored. I, I just didn't... It was on, and I was trying to find a video game to play. Honestly, I was... I was... Viciously Skyping people to send me their Sky, or their Steam logins so I could do family share and download a different game. Come on, game. you can family share with me anytime. <laughs> I don't have that many games, so come on. Hey, I... 
I will, man. I still I've only family shared with two people, so I still have I have three Outlast, more available. Which I but have yet to play. Oh, it's so good. I love out. Anyways, no, um, so, so I ended up playing Crisis Ugh. Two, but I had to wait for the game to download, which took about, about as long as it took the movie, movie to finish playing. Okay, so yeah. So what are like, your final thoughts of this show? Like, give it a score out of ten. Man, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. And all five of those points come from a five-second scene where an old man shoots three people in a I car. I'm going to get. That's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, I'm. No, okay, five and a half. There were a couple of times that I actually cared about Bato. Everyone also, else, Bato I didn't even know their has names. Like, he, his like orphan dogs that he takes care of. They like showed that a little bit, but we don't get to see like how much he actually like. He's this tough military guy, but like he actually has a heart. And like if they had the Taj Comos actually in the movie and showing him, oh, giving them fresh oil and stuff like that, like we would get to see more of the actual Bato that we see in the show. But we only got to see the one scene. It's like, oh, I pet this one dog. Okay, you never see this again. Bye. I think they actually. I thought Bato was well acted. They just didn't show enough of him. But the parts that they did felt also, like that we didn't character. have more so okay, than. I was going to say way more so than Major. Like, yes. w- that felt like Bato and some random person, not Bato and the Major. It's so that like, was... They didn't have to do you know, an origin was story good. on how he got his eyes because he literally got them long, long time ago. They didn't have to do an origin story of the Major. She Oh, I forgot the worst scene in the movie. She literally hires a prostitute just to touch the prostitute's face and ask her, what does it feel like? What was this movie? What was this, Cody? I was confused by... I was very confused no! by this. Like, here's the thing, right? And this, to me, is just good design of a story when you're telling a narrative. Um, adding characters is a bad idea. So what they wanted to establish in that scene is she doesn't feel like a human... So she buys a prostitute, has her take off her face mask. Why was she that wearing, she's wearing a face for some mask? Reason. I was very confused. I thought that she was going to be missing like, her face. I, maybe like, give I her thought a she was burn have a or something. Face. Yeah, so I thought she was going to be disfigured, and then she wasn't. She just had like a normal, nice-looking face. And then Scarlett Johansson just like pokes at her lips and says, "What does this feel like?" And I'm just like, "Wow, that would have been a really good scene to have with Bato." Or they could have actually put. Put a sex scene up in it so she's curious what things feel like. She has a sex scene and they're like, this, this, they were big, ah! That's kind of what. Ah! It, well, and it didn't even need to be that explicit. Like, if they didn't want to have it be that explicit, I understand that. But just, like, have a scene with Bato where she is talking to him about how she doesn't feel human. And maybe they're, like, more physical with each other. Like, he hugs her, like, tries to comfort her because she's opening up about how she doesn't feel like she's a person anymore and how she feels fake. And they could have like a nice moment where he's like, no, you're still a human. You're still a person to me. We're still friends. And that would have then been a really good setup to later on in the movie when she's upset and he goes and finds her and says, you know, I'm always here for you. It would have been like, oh, we established this earlier in the movie when she was at a time of not knowing who she was and having like an identity crisis that he was like a person she Ugh. could talk to. So by adding an extra character, they took away screen time from the relationship that actually needed to be building. But instead they just added a random prostitute that didn't matter See, and made no sense. Cause she was wearing a face mask that wasn't covering anything. And because they weren't like friends after that and Scarlett Johansson had no former relationships with prostitutes, so it would make no sense for her to seek one out. It it okay. just was very baffling why she first, why she went to a prostitute. I I was ready for that scene because yeah. you had complained about it first, but yeah, I, it was I confusing. Just, I really want to like, I, well, I want to apologize for like screaming, like freaking out, but like this movie in hindsight makes me so angry because they took such a good property and they literally pooped it out. And try to shovel it in my face. Yeah, th- it really feels like they missed because that the was point, never you know? her character. You know when you watch a movie and never, you go, "I don't feel any." She never yeah. had that. She was confident. With, they didn't have to do an origin story. They could have shown uh, yet another really strong, really awesome female lead, and they 
didn't. They didn't. Yeah, it was. It, it's weird because they cast the person yes. for that character. And, you know what I mean? Let Scarlett Johansson be Scarlett Johansson. And I know it's like, oh, we're going to get another Black Widow if we do that. No, it's... She... Mm. They could have made her amazing. This would have been like a chance for her to... Sh- it would have been like a chance for her to shine in a Black yes. Widow-esque character. Because... And and it's nothing to do with like her being a woman or whatever, or the fact that Black Widow's like costume is just a diving neckline and skin tight. But like she's always kind of second fiddle in those movies. Like there's there hasn't been a Black Widow movie. You know, it's Captain America and Black Widow's in it, or the Avengers and yeah. Black Widow's in it. You know what I mean? And that's not to say she's not a good character, but it hasn't been about her. So when I heard this movie was coming out and that she was gonna be in it, I was like, hey. She's done a great job as Black Widow. These are not dissimilar characters in a lot of ways. Scarlett Johansson is a very good actor. And then they just like squandered it completely. Like any opportunity for her to have range and act well and have cool scenes. Just nope, gone. Just wear a skin tight suit and jump out a window. That's your character. This movie, I think, has legitimately defeated me. I, I just feel just so lost because... Ghost in the Shell, I can go back in my closet and show you where I have all of Ghost in the Shell arise in a box set. I can go, I can, yeah. I once again can tell you pretty much every single episode of what happens to each of those because I've watched it so much. It's one of my favorite sci-fi cyberpunk properties and they just crapped it out because it's in there like oh well the fanboys didn't like it that's why it failed no you made a bad movie take responsibility for your awful movie yeah it's it's weird if their argument is the fanboys didn't like it well uh, you made a particularly not fan service movie and then made it indecipherable to everybody else you know what i mean if they if they wanted it to be a fanboy movie where it, it's just there for fans to watch and like and go, oh, look, it's Bato. Oh, look, it's Major. Ha, ha, ha. You know, then they needed to be more true to the source material and needed to make a movie that captured the spirit and feel of Ghost in the Shell. And if they wanted to make just a big blockbuster polling movie, then they needed to make it a lot less weird. Um, but but what they did was neither of those things. They made a confusing mess that can only be deciphered by well, fans that will hate it. Honestly, maybe one day they'll do like a Ghost in the Shell live action TV show, and they'll be more true to the series. Like I would be down. I would I would be down for them I, to I, try I, it again if a TV series. So then they can do what the show did and have like that monster or mystery of the week type thing. With an underlying plot. I feel like that's more yeah. setting for it. But to do what they did was just... Why do we have to have an origin story for a character where an origin story never really mattered? And then when we do get an origin story, it's like halfway through the series. So I, I'm going to briefly touch on something here that I think yeah. I've talked about a bunch of times. But what this movie really needed to be more yep. like is John Wick. The best movie ever? Um, And... I, I just like cannot say enough good things about John Wick as a movie that I did Neither not did think I. was going to be good. Because all I knew about that movie is Keanu Reeves punch shoots everything. And that's not the best part of the movie. The best part of the movie is you have an established hero in an interesting, basically yep. fantasy world where it's not an origin story and they don't explain anything to you. You learn everything by it making sense and having a strong focus narrative that is based on one character's struggle and emotions. And that makes it so much more relatable and easy to get into because you're seeing everything through the eyes of a character that understands it. And it just immediately makes sense because it's a well-crafted movie. Whereas this thing, it was just a mess and it was like pointing to some larger plot that you never saw evidence of. And you're right, like Ghost in the Shell, from what I remembered of it, it was kind of like a Creature of the Week show almost. Where they would solve like these little interesting mysteries. And I'm just thinking, why not just make it about Scarlett Johansson solving an interesting mystery, you know? And make her be cool and super powered and have awesome friends. But instead, it's this weird, like, prostitute face touching treatise on the human condition that was yeah, poorly was, thought out. Like, literally, like, <sighs> this movie has defeated me. Like, Sucked. I'm at an all time low in energy level because I'm just so upset. 
at this movie. And I wanted to Yeah, like it was it. bad. I saw the commercial and I saw the scene where she like falls off the roof and turns invisible, which is classic to Ghost in the Shell that happens in every series where she falls off the roof and goes invisible. Like that's the Ghost of the Shell scene. And then they did that at the very beginning of the movie and then the rest of it sucked. Like the opening sequence of her yep. busting the window and yeah, shooting that's... stuff was kind of cool. And then the rest of it just sucked. And uh, I can't. I didn't even like that scene, and I, I don't know I don't know enough about cinematography to explain why this was, but a good example of this is I could not tell in that scene when she was firing her gun. If she was actually hitting things? Well, just when it was happening. Like, it was shot in such a way, and I think it was just because, I don't want to say the movie was, like, kind of undersaturated, yes. but everything was kind of dim. And it was paced really slow because she was, like, moving in slow motion. And then it just felt like she walked through the room and everything died randomly. And it just didn't It didn't pace. It wasn't a good fight scene. It was just her being invincible and walking through a bunch of monsters. And that's wow. not a good fight scene. You know, the, the fun parts of fight scenes are when you see your character get beat up and keep going gonna go back to john wick because i have a problem what's fun in that movie is when they describe him as um well and they're like he's a force of unstoppable will and what that means is there's a scene where he gets hit by a car and then keeps fighting even though he's like limping and bleeding and he's been shot four times and he's like barely able to reload he like keeps fighting and struggling and that makes those scenes so tense because it's like, oh, gosh, how can he keep going? And he's, like, really playing up that he's hurt and beat up. And so then in this scene, when she just walks through and kills everything and then gets blown up and just put back together. So then in the scenes where she's just walking through and murdering everything, it's yeah. just boring. It's like, good, you can skateboard on corpses. <sighs> yeah, Cody. Yeah, this, so this much movie tension. has literally defeated me. I have nothing else to say about it. This has truly convinced me to never watch it again because I still, like I said, have the like back of my feelings like, hey, maybe just give it another chance. But like I literally started screaming about it and that wasn't done for like comedic effect. That wasn't me trying to be funny. I literally got so mad at this movie that I couldn't help but yell about it. No, I think this is your last oh, Airbender. Yeah, like, well, you know I never I mean? watched that movie, but I feel like everybody who did watch the well TV show and then watch the movie had the same kind of feel as I'm having now watching Ghost of the Shell. Like growing up, yeah. with, like Ghost of the Shell being my teen years and watching it again in college, and then oh, they're making a movie. I'm excited. Okay, see, trailers, like, eh, it'll be okay. And then getting pumped again for it, seeing the falling off the roof scene in the trailer, and then watching the movie, just like what? What was this? Yeah, that that's how I felt about Avatar um, when The Last Airbender came out because I One of the loved best. that show. I watched it. Yeah, I, I, it was weird. I started watching it when it first Same came way. out. I didn't finish it because it was coming out live on TV, and at mm-hmm. the time I had to tape it. Um, and, and then randomly when I was working at Jimmy John's, a co-worker said that he had all the movies. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I didn't have Netflix at the time. I was like, I need to borrow all those. And I sat down and watched it in a week and then have been obsessed ever since. I just think it's a really great show. I think it, just the fact that it got made is incredible because it, it seems like it was such a risk because it's just no. not what Nickelodeon was it's, putting out. It's a Nickelodeon and anime. They made a huge amount of effort like, on it. What in the world? That wasn't supposed yeah, to ever work. And, and it did. And it just it never it never felt like it sold no. sold itself short. Like it didn't it it set out to do what it like make this big epic story with interesting characters and a large plot and you know complexity and it actually made that instead yeah, of just making SpongeBob SquarePants. And it yes. made it relatable for kids. And even <laughs> and like so, Legend of Korra wasn't um, perfect, but even Legend of Korra was pretty great. Man, there were things I really that I liked didn't it. like, like I, uh... little tiny things I didn't like about it, but Legend of Korra was great, and just that is how you do it. That's how you do a show, and then that movie just tore it apart. Yeah, it was. I never watched it. Was the really movie. Bad. I saw, it was really like, bad. I've seen clips. That was, uh... I know the worst of it. Jordan, it's worth sitting through I don't, just dude, to actually have your own opinion on. Did you yeah, see I saw the Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Evolution? Movie? I did not see Last Airbender. Oh man, Dragon Ball Evolution was Wait, equally you, terrible. I thought you said you hadn't watched it. No, I've oh, seen that movie. Oh, yeah, I, I saw it in theaters. I saw it like 
in between classes in college, we, me and um Chris sat down and watched it. And it was just like, oh, oh no. No, no, no. I, I definitely have seen that movie. I uh I went and saw it. I think it was. Oh, it okay. might have been the midnight premiere. If, well, that if was not, the same I saw it the of, day after. Um, I saw it the Street Friday Fighter, it came out. Legend of Chun Li, which is also another movie that flopped. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I went and saw it with friends, and I think that the movie theater was a grand total of me and two friends, and the theater was empty, and it was the Friday it came out. And I finished watching it and went, yep, that, that was right. <laughs> this yeah. is how many people should have been in the theater. It, yeah, no. Three of us. This is All terrible. Right, well, Wait, hang, yeah, hang on. Up? I want to ask one what's final question here to end on a little bit. Has there been a good anime movie? Do they good exist? Anime live Should people action? stop trying this? Yeah. Um, well, the fact that I haven't just thought of what like instantly means no. Probably no. I'll ask around. I will ask around. Yeah, I think people should see stop. If a good anime uh, live action adaptation, but I don't think there is, man. It, I just don't know well, why people like do it. It just doesn't make a lot of sense note. to me. Anime, we need to have a Death Note episode, by the way. But anime does not... Tra- no, we didn't. We never I think have. we already have. But anime does not translate well to live okay. action. So we get some of the like the goofier things with how L sits, and you try to do that with a real person, and it doesn't make sense. Okay, so I looked up... Um, I looked mm-hmm. up anime movies... And some of these, I don't know if they qualify as anime. On this list is um, is the new, what. uh, what's it called movie? <laughs> the the no, Death Note movie? Sucks. Sorry. Uh, so that's on the list. Oh my gosh, there Rooney was a... Kenshin. There was a... Rooney Kenshin. Rooney, Rooney Kenshin. Rooney Kenshin movie. Uh Rurouni Kenshin movie but in that, 2012. That's, um, we can watch that. that. That's released by uh, Japan. I don't think those count. <laughs> oh, okay. That's all this list is. Never mind. You know what yeah. is on this list though that I do like? I can think what? of one anime movie I like. Jordan. Speed Racer. I never saw it. You loved it. Lots of people love it, but it's not true to loved the original it. Speed Racer, so I don't care. No, it's not at all. But I still absolutely love it. Okay. Well. I'm glad that we've already done our um, world well, world talk deconstruction episodes before it was time to do our world talk deconstruction episodes. Because last time we did it in solo, now we did Ghost of the Shell. So <laughs> we're gonna keep chugging along with worlds for like the next few weeks because we already have our the hard work done. Oh lord. Yep. Are okay, we just so, recording two podcasts at this point? By the way, because it feels like every week we have to have this conversation. We we don't have to, but I mean. We like watching movies and stuff, and we have to talk about it. So, yeah, some of them. Honestly, are I could about. just make this a separate talk, but I, this will be a bonus. Well, this will be a deconstruction bonus episode. Anyways, that's our episode. Check out our other stuff. Um, rate and subscribe on iTunes. Blah blah blah. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.